Good morning, welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Thursday the 26th of November. My name is Nick here in Melbourne, starting with banking regulation and Anna Bly, the head of the Australian Banking Association, has written an opinion piece in the AFR talking about the need to support the federal government's proposed sort of watering down of consumer credit regulations. She says that the existing structure, the National Consumer Credit Protection Act, was established in 2009. That was back in the middle of the fallout from the global financial crisis, and back then it was seen as a really needed piece of reform. However, since then, it's been overrun by hundreds of pages of guidance and expectations, different rules across different regulators, and new consumer protections introduced before and after the Hain Royal Commission. As a result, it's incredibly hard to get credit these days. I'm sure many of the listeners would agree. She highlights that even if you've had a long relationship with a bank, it doesn't count towards anything. They treat all applications as though you have no relationship, no history, no anything with that bank, and how that just really does not make sense. She also highlights that technology has changed. So banks now have more data to better understand customers without forensic examination of your income and expenses. And then new credit reporting laws will soon provide banks with full and accurate pictures of customers' repayment history. And a new open banking regime will give customers the ability to digitally transfer their account information between banks to get a better or cheaper loan. So once again, more support for this loosening of the Credit Protection Act. In addition, she summarises by saying, no bank has an interest in lending to a customer that cannot pay. And that's very true. And certainly Australia coming out of this difficult recession really needs access to credit. It gives people confidence, optimism, and the willingness to go out there and innovate, build, and create a better future for Australia. Moving to ESG investment standards now, the CFA Institute, as mentioned a few weeks ago, has been working on establishing some sort of global standards for ESG investing. CFA Institute is also responsible for the Global Investment Performance Standards, or GIPS, and they have sort of become an industry standard for comparing performance between different funds. So they see themselves as being well positioned to implement something like this. But they've copped a bit of flack. So a lot of the sort of asset managers and asset management bodies have come out saying this is just going to add more confusion to the whole thing. Primarily because policy makers in Europe and the US are on different paths. And whilst the EU will next year roll out rules forcing asset managers to make additional disclosures about ESG in their investments, US regulators have really been pushing back against ESG. However, that could change when the Biden administration begins in January. In addition, the SIFMA AMG, the Asset Management Division of the Wall Street Lobbying Group, whose members have 45 trillion under management, has called the CFA to suspend its work until US regulatory thinking has been further developed in this space. But in defense of this, Chris Fiddler of industry standards at the CFA Institute has said that the Institute will not back down, arguing that its global mandate meant it had a duty to help investors and practitioners beyond just the US and Europe. He says, there are an awful lot of markets that haven't even started contemplating regulations for ESG disclosures yet. We feel it's our responsibility to provide guidance to them 
on how to tackle this ethical challenge. So as anyone following the ESG sort of standards evolution over the last year, there are a lot of different bodies looking at or implementing some sorts of disclosure standards, including the EU, as previously mentioned, EUROCIF, and the International Organization of Securities Commissions that have all announced some form of disclosure standards. That's your early update for Thursday. Have a great day. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.